Hi guys and welcome to another Your Fit Podcast. My name's Sean Cornish, personal trainer and dietitian. And today I've got something exciting to share with you, an update from a previous podcast. Uh, Kate Cypher's story is one that I highly recommend listening to if you haven't already. But this is the part two and update from our, uh, well, all of her ambitions and goals and where we might have got to and where we're headed next. So look, without any further ado, here's Kate Cypher. Thanks for coming along, Kate. No worries, you're welcome. So you've got a bit of news for us, uh, but before we do, maybe let's um, let's tease it out a little bit. Let's go okay. back a week ago. Uh, yeah. We had spoken very briefly early in the week, Ari, your weight, and yes. you were trying to qualify for the 72 and a half kilo category. Yeah. And prior to us sort of working in the diet space um, together, you were competing in the 82 and a half kilo category. That's right, correct? yes. Yep. And so, Australian Strong Woman or Strong Man Alliance 2019 Nationals is the, the event that we were attempting to qualify for yes. in that bracket. And we'd put in place a plan and you were comfortable that your weight was at a, at a level that was going to allow you to qualify in the 72 and a half kilo. That's right, yep. Yeah. Uh, we haven't been doing any you know, drastic water weight cutting or there was no saunas or none of that involved. It was just a methodical process that we went through over a period of months. Mm-hmm. And one of the exciting parts from my point of view was that your strength actually improved. It yeah. didn't go backwards. It certainly did. Yeah. Talk to us fueling, that. fueling my body with the right foods. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, very exciting to hear that. Obviously, from my point of view, I've spent you know five or six years studying this stuff to go. Well, it actually works. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then, secondly, to know that we're able to maintain your muscle mass and and reduce um, reduce your fat mass and make sure that you were still able to maintain that strength and perhaps improve. And so we went from you placing in the eighty two and a half kilo category to qualify to get to this point. To then going, okay, well, we're a real shot in this 72 and a half kilo category, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Very exciting. So it's it's Friday last week and you weigh in on the Saturday? Saturday. Yeah. Yep. So that's that's 24 hours before the event? Yep. So talk us through that. You stand there in amongst all the other competitors from all over Australia and everyone's down into their undies. Yeah. Is that right? That's right, yes. Yeah. There yeah. were ladies that doing in their undies and their bra and I just thought, I'm not going to do that. So I was in my shorts, yep. bra, undies, and my shirt, yep. and I still weighed in way under, so seventy point six five. Yeah, right. So we um we we may have even undershot that a little bit in yeah. respect. Uh, but we also we'd also had from the very start a thought around you and and perhaps a more of more of a feeling and a well being as our approach too. So if you said, you said right at the very start, if I'm 74, but I feel great and I'm lifting well, well then I compete in the 82 and a half kilo graded category. It doesn't bother me. Yeah. That was your paradigm right from the get go. And so at 70.6, you know, stepping up onto there, how did you feel? I felt amazing. I thought I felt good at 74, but I feel even better. At, then I did at seventy point yeah. six. Yeah, right. And th- please don't don't hear this and think, oh, we're advocating for weight loss. That that's not the case. What we were led by here was Kate's feeling and her hunger and her metabolism and where she was at. So th- at no point were we doing any fasting or starving or no. anything like that. No. 
this was a this was the reason why we used the weight, which isn't really my style. I don't like to be led by weight, but it was because there was a weight category there. And so if you're hearing this going, oh, you know, I, I need to lose three and a half kilos to feel amazing. That's not the case. We were actually led by the feeling. So what's it going to take for you to feel at your strongest and healthiest? And this is sort of where we've landed. Yeah. Yeah. So you've weighed in at 70.6 and run me straight away and going, guess what? <laughs> we did it. <laughs> yeah, I was so excited. I didn't think I'd be that low. I was thinking about 71.3. Yeah. Yep. And then when I saw 7-0, I went, oh my God, <laughs> I haven't been that weight for a long, long time. And equally, you haven't been that strong ever. You know, we, no. we were entering this event with you as strong as you've ever been. Yeah. Now, your training, I should reiterate here, Kate's training has been away from our studio. So we do a lot of, Kate brings her staff here and trains with her staff once a week with me. And so we do a lot of circuit-based stuff and a little bit of core and, and um, you know, it's a bit of fun for her and her staff to have together and, and a bit of a team building process. But all of your strength training in terms of the strong woman was done away from my studio. So I'm certainly not claiming that I've been a part of the, the strength gaining element in all of those lifts. But I think there does need to be recognition given to fueling that athlete like we talked mm. about. That real paradigm shift. I, I saw that gleam in your eye when you went, yeah, I'm an athlete. I need to be eating like an athlete, you know, and that's the way yeah. we've done this, hasn't mm. it? Mm. As soon as I changed the word dieting to fueling, my whole mindset of mm. food was totally different. Mm. And that, yep, yeah, I need to eat this to be stronger and, and fuel my body with the right fuel to, to lift heavier. Yeah, and maybe that's a, I, I think that's a great message to, to tell anyone rather than worry about a diet or worry about a weight or worry about chasing a scale or whatever. Think about how you're nourishing and fueling your body. You know, whatever your why is, and for us here, for Kate, there was obviously a tangible, you know, the Strong Woman National Championships was our tangible why. We are going to be as strong as we can for them. That's why we're doing this. Connect to that and, and think about fueling and nourishing to that rather than you continually chasing some ideal that might be what worked for the guy next door or... A, you know, a trip to Bali that you just want to look good for that's going to be over and done with in five or ten days, you know. So once we did make that shift, it, you were willing to, you know, try things for the first time that you hadn't for a while. Yeah, and like I've never had yogurt in my whole entire life, <laughs> or probably as a baby, but couldn't remember. And it took a long time to get used to the texture of yogurt and the staff were laughing because I was pulling faces like a little baby eating <laughs> solids for the first time. But eventually I got the got used to it. Yeah, cool. Yeah. And I suppose all the while um, we just had this focus on eating regularly and making sure that Kate was well nourished leading up to training and then recovering well post. And um, I mean, you you had a schedule where you were doing six to seven days a week, weren't you? Yeah. Mm. So yeah. really important there. And also maintaining a full-time job and a mum and a dedicated wife. So, you know, there's a few different hats going on there <laughs> that we need to um, need to keep fueled. So, so, look, I digress, but I think that's a really important message for those guys that are, are listening to this. What we did immediately after you'd weighed in was... Um, I asked you to write down everything you've eaten in the last 48 hours. Yep. Now, knowing that this probably, hopefully, fingers crossed, wasn't going to be Kate's last event, we knew that we did a really good job leading up to, and Kate felt really strong in terms of the weigh-in and that whole process. So capturing everything 
for, for the 48 hours gives us now a roadmap for next time, doesn't it? Oh, definitely, yeah. 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 So nothing lost in that whole experience. And I think that's really important too. You know, experience is one of our greatest teachers. I can read all the stuff that I like and, and research as much as I want, but ultimately how this relates to you and the, the science and how it relates to Kate Cipher is very different to how it might relate to Sean Cornish. And so now we've got a roadmap for the 48 hours prior to a weigh-in for you, which is really important. Yeah. Tell us, you know, we've seen that person stumble up to the blocks before and, and you, you were in the sort of weigh-in um, room and you mentioned that everyone was down to their bras and knickers and stuff and um, and then there was a couple of closed doors, I think. There yeah, a couple of closed doors. I assume they were going naked. <laughs> um, and so... There's obviously a fair bit of nerves around there and um, and often people will use diuretics or they'll jump into saunas or they'll do all sorts of things to do it. But approaching that weigh-in and getting a result like that, how did that feel the day before the event? Oh, it was very nerve-wracking. Mm. Um, I wanted to make sure that I had enough leeway that I was, wasn't eating on Friday, that I could still enjoy lunch and, and things like that. Um, but yeah, it was just the unknown. Are my scales the same as their scales? And so you just I'd, never know all these things. Yeah. Mm. But um, no, when I got there and got on, I was just like, yes, like I won gold medal. <laughs> <laughs> Which you can imagine that feeling leading into an event where you're asking an athlete to to pull their best is far better than okay. I need you to go into a sauna. I need you to get the you know just the idea of of being an athlete trying to come down such a significant amount to lift. I know that people do it, but with health as my beacon long-term, I'm not really such an advocate for that. So congratulations, firstly, on, on getting that process right and, and well done. And then it's it's game day. We're on. Game day, yeah. Game day. So you wake up Sunday morning. How did you sleep Saturday night? Um, slept all right at the start, but then woke up probably about 1 o'clock and tossing and turning, thinking, okay, what's this day going to bring? And the first event was on my mind most of the morning and most of the early morning to right up till the event, so... Yeah. Now, for those of you who haven't heard part one to this podcast, um, maybe just give us a quick sort of version of the heart condition that we're trying to come up against and the pacemaker and give yeah. us a bit of a rundown on that. Well, I don't really have a condition as such. They just call it the special heart. There's <laughs> so many different things wrong with it. Um, um, but I was born with holes in the heart. Um, but um, not so much the plumbing of the heart. It's all the electricals that are all wrong with my heart. And um, I've had some operations to, to burn the electric side of it. So it now relies on a pacemaker to, to keep it pumping. Um, which does a semi-okay job if it was a car you'd probably want to trade it in am I right yeah yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, but it's not and so we deal with what we've got yes yeah so when Kate mentions the first event um, talk us through that because I was actually lucky enough to be there and and watch it Um, what have you got to do in that first event and why were you worried about it so the first event we had to pick up a 75 kilo sorry a 45 kilo sandbag run 20 meters, drop it into a giant wheelbarrow, run back to a 10 meter mark and pick up a 80 kilo sandbag and then drop that into the wheelbarrow and then run the whole wheelbarrow 20 meters. Up a, st- up a sort of incline there. Yeah. So. Mm. This event is not designed for my heart. My heart 
as soon as I start running with weight, just goes through the roof mm-hmm. and doesn't know what to do and goes out of rhythm and it's just, oh, it's just a nightmare. Yeah, and interestingly, the, the sort of backstory to this is that Kate used to be a CrossFit girl um, and and the reason why we were attracted to the strongman side of things was because it didn't involve a lot of cardio, but it took advantage of, it, of obviously a significant strength that Kate has in, in her body. She's just one of those pocket rockets. So, um, so having that event first up of... And that was the first of how many events for the day? Six. Six, yeah. So we're talking nine o'clock, start the day. Good luck with this sort of carry and wheelbarrow. And then we're going to have to battle through the rest of the day. Mm. So um, so talk us through it. You've got to the 80 kilo. So you've got run the 45 up. Yep. You've hit the barrow. Then you've run back to the 80 kilo. Yep. And what was going through your mind then? Um, well, the plan was originally not to touch the 80 kilo sandbag. Um, because I knew it would take a lot of toll on the heart. Mm. Um, but even prior to the event, like getting ready to do it, the heart rate was through the roof yeah, already. So yeah. I knew I was in trouble from the start. But as I do, walked up to it and thought, I'm going to give you a go. And yeah, and then I could feel it going out of rhythm as I'm trying to pick up this 80 kilo sandbag. Yeah. And I thought, damn it. Uh, and I, look, I was there and the, the saying, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. That's That's a theory not a science because i tell you what i was really worried about this girl um and it didn't kill her but whoa you you weren't in a good way straight afterwards scotty and i that scotty is um kate's husband were really worried about her so um anyway we were we were lucky enough we had about a half an hour grace period between that and your next event yeah uh and managed to calm down in that period of time Mm -hmm. only just though just (laughs) yes (laughs) Uh, and then you were into, I suppose, your pet event, the axle bar deadlift. Yeah. So talk us through that. What's that, Kate? If if people know what a traditional deadlift looks like, yeah. What is what's an axle bar deadlift? Uh, it's a real thick. So it's like nearly, I think they're about fifty mil thick bar. To they're much larger than a conventional bar, so you can't fully grip it. It's just you've just got to pick it up with your grip strength and. And you can't get your whole hand around it, and yeah, and you just got to lift it and drop yeah. it. So there were no straps, nothing. It was just chalk. Yeah. So sort of imagine lifting something with an open hand that's too big for your hand, and then trying to lift that up. So it's all on those forearms, isn't it? Yeah. And and give us a bit of context. I mean, if you were to deadlift now, a P, you know, a one RM, um, what would be your deadlift at this point at at the moment? For an axle. For for just a normal, normal? everyday deadlift. Uh, one hundred and fifty five. One hundred and fifty five. And Kate's, you know, that's double body weight, which is a really phenomenal effort. Talk to us about the attempts and how that sort of worked on the yeah. weekend. So, so we had three attempts. Um, so the first attempt, I was a bit iffy what to do. I was watching the other girls and keeping a record of what they were putting in to, to know where I could stand. They went quite light, and I knew that if I started at 80, I had about 15 kilo leeway in case I didn't get my third, second or third. Mm-hmm. So, And in an axle bar deadlift, that's a massive jump, 15 kilos. It's a big, big jump. So I thought, okay, I might have a, have a chance of picking up my, my place from especially from the first event where I came last. Um, yeah. Yeah, and so we, we started at 80, and Kate looked like she was picking up a piece of paper, like it just went really easy. And then amongst us, we coached you into doing, I think, 87 and a half. 87 and a half, yeah. And that looked great too. Yeah. Uh, and, and 
and I, I suppose at this point, your confidence from the first event was pretty, you know, we started the day not on the best foot. The heart's going off its head. Yeah. And you're a bit nervous. Mm. Uh, how did it feel nailing that 87 and a half? Oh, it felt so good. It felt no. like, okay, maybe I do have a chance at getting on the podium or, or even maybe winning or coming second in a event uh, rather than coming last. And um, once I knew after that second lift that I had second, regardless of it was such a relief it was like okay maybe i do have a shot at being top five or top four or yeah now i I didn't say this at the very start but this is the first time you've competed at a national level as well so we're really in uncharted territory with not only the heart but also the event and the girls that you're lifting against it's not like it's just a queensland based thing that you've done a few times now so so feeling your way out you 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 pull a second for the second event yes and the confidence is back. You're sort of in your lane again, yeah. now, which is great. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was very good. Yeah, really, really lovely moment. Um, and so, third attempt, you tried a ninety-two and a half, which we sort of yes. pushed you up. We, we were because you, you'd done ninety-five in a previous in training, training yeah. the week before. Yeah, and that felt so easy, like it felt like nothing. But on the day, yeah, it is what it is. And, and yeah. remember. We didn't really know how much of a toll that first event did have, and I mean, we were able to quantify it there with at least seven and a half kilos that you lost in the in the yeah. in the second lift. So, so that was great. So we've we've gone first, second events, and then without um, without pulling on you for too much more detail, how did the third through the sixth go? How 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 was the rest of the day for the you? The rest of the day went well. Um, there were a couple of little things. Um, that probably I can improve on myself um, for next time, that which I've noted. Yeah, um, good, good, good. Um, but yeah. It, so you've you've gone to the fifth of the events, and look, guys, we're talking some pretty crazy stuff. What what was? Just talk us through what each of the events were following that. Uh, so event three was an axle bar, was a um, a conventional bar at sixty kilo. Um, clean and press, so shoulders to overhead. Then it was the monster dumbbell at 37 kilos. So that's a that's a 37 kilo dumbbell. Like this thing looks unbelievable, and you've got to pick it up from the ground. Yep. Rest it on your shoulder. Yep. And then push it up. Whoa! Wow. Okay. And how do they score that? Pass or fail? Or yeah, that's pretty okay. much it. So you once you do the first one, you go onto the monster dumbbell. Once you get that, you can go onto the axle bar. Right, okay. Yeah. And so did you get to do all three? No, okay. I did the the press at the start, the first one, got to the monster dumbbell, went to press it and didn't get it. As it's come down, it's just whacked me in my face. Oh, no. On okay. my ear. Oh, and, really? Oh. I kept trying, but, but no, it just didn't lock out. It didn't lock out. Yeah. Okay, cool. But you've got the 60 press in the 72.5 kilo category. Yeah. So does that put you like top two again? Like where were no, you? No, it puts me in at third. Okay. Okay. Um, and then going into the fourth event, which was a hammer hold. Yeah. Um, it was as long as you could do it. Okay. Um, without moving off the bar. And we're talking the just a normal sledgehammer. Normal sledgehammer. You've got to stand with your back against the wall. Yeah. Okay. And that's holding shoulders, like holding that out as far as you can. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Yep. And it was 12, 12 and a half kilos. Okay. Um, so I had to do well in that to keep my third spot. Mm-hmm, so I, mm-hmm. I did good. I came third so i was able to keep the third spot maintain that yeah um then the fifth event was the car deadlift 
um, which I didn't get any reps on, which only one girl got the reps, okay. um, which was um, the winner. Um, and so so the idea there is that you deadlift a car. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. <gasps> and I hadn't gone that heavy before with it. I've only tried it with uh, 160 kilos, but this was 180, 190. Was okay. And I just we just couldn't get it up. Yeah, it was, right. Okay. It was probably was it, way too big, way too heavy. Yeah, yeah. okay. And only one girl got that. Only one girl okay. got it. Okay. Yeah. So all four of us um, got zero. So that kept the score where it was. Okay. So it came down to the last event because I was only half a point behind third. Okay. So you're half, you're half a point behind third. So oh, sorry. Sit- half a point behind second. So you're sitting in third at this I'm point. Sitting in going third. into the last event. The last event. Okay. And what's the last event? Is stones. Okay. So stones are... Um, just big giant natural stones, so picking them up and then putting them on a um, barrel. Okay, and the idea there is that you lift as many as you can. Like yeah, there's a sequence from the lightest to the heaviest, and once you do one and it stays up on the drum, then you can go to the next one. Okay, how do how start? How, where do they start? Um, this one started at sixty kilos. So sixty kilo stones, the lightest yeah. stone. Is the lighter stone, oh God, okay. which was meant to be our medium one. We were meant to start at forty, but they just and that's what we've all up. that's what we've all been training for, and okay, and yeah, awesome. it just started nice, at sixty. Great. Um, so before we were before we were able to lift, you were able to arrange the rocks however you wanted to pick them up. Okay. I only went to the third rock, thinking, um, there's no way I'm going to get past that. So I didn't even bother moving them or anything. No. Um, so I picked the first one up and thought, oh, that was a bit light. And then it's, I could hear Scott in my head, breathe, Kate, breathe. <laughs> so I took my time for the second one. I got that. I thought, wow, that's a bit and light And so you've gone 60, second one's how much? 74. Okay, 74. Then third? Uh, is 82. Okay, 82. Yeah. So, and I did not, when I qualified for the Nationals in November last year, that was one of the stones um, that took a while to get up okay, okay and i picked it up and put it up there without hardly any hassle at all right so this is at the end of the day too Obviously, this is at the I'm end of the day you might be a bit gassed by the time no you... yeah okay no. this is good um then i was like oh wow i got that and then the guy who was doing the drum for the next one was looking at me going come on give it a crack and i was just like oh okay why not pick that up Put it on, and I was just gobsmacked. Okay, so what was this now? What stone? This how was, much is that? This way? was ninety-four. Wow, we okay, cool. So, so I think in the in my last pod, I said I did one hundred and thirty-four, but I think that I was I was looking at the men's weight, men's start weight. So right, right. I think that was wrong there, but ninety-four, then it went to one hundred and five. So once I got that, everyone like I was so excited, I was gobsmacked. And everyone was cheering, and it was just one of those moments that I'll treasure forever. Yeah, yeah. And then everyone's like, oh, I've got 28 seconds. I may as well try the 105. And I got it up to my knees, but I just tapped out. Just I thought, yeah, nah. Don't need to drop that on your toes. Leave it, no, thanks. Leave it on a high. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow, wee. And that well, got me second place. And so, yeah, I was just about to say, so you've leapfrogged from th- with that lift, like the one that you weren't going to do maybe, You've you've definitely gone from third up until second. Is yeah. that right? So yeah. you've overtaken her on the last. On the, the last one, yeah. yeah. She only got to the. I don't even think she lifted the third stone. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Isn't it until interesting? Until she timed out. Wow. We so, 
Turns out stones you go. Wheelbarrows maybe not, but stones you, yeah. you, you're not bad with. Yeah. Sounds very exciting. So second in Australia. Yeah. Well, yeah. we. How yeah. good's that feel? Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I still can't believe that I'm, I was at that level. It's, yeah, it's pretty phenomenal. I'm, I'm just so impressed and inspired by the amount of hurdles you've had to overcome to even get there to compete mm. and to be second. Yeah. It, yeah, blows, blows my mind. Like so. I was just stoked with qualifying or coming third in November to qualify for this event. That, that was big enough for me. That was a Queensland event. I was like, oh, that's pretty good, that'll do. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. But then um, the winds kept coming and the podiums kept coming and just um and you just keep getting stronger with each training session with yeah. each lift with each you, you you're really in a in a space and place at the moment where you're really getting a lot out of the process aren't mm. you i'm really trying to my mind to train my heart to cope with what i'm doing rather mm. than mm. me coping with the heart yeah so i'm training the heart to deal with me lifting weights and Working with me, not against me. Yeah, easier said than done. I know. <laughs> it <laughs> so, sounds good. <laughs> so one of the things that we did do, uh, and this is one that I'd suggest to, to any of you listening, uh, is we caught up on the Monday and um, and had a really good chat about what worked well and what would yep. you do differently. And those were the two questions that I asked Kate to write down at the top of a page and then perhaps... Think about her events, you know, do this for each of the six. Think about her events, then watch them back on those on the recordings that we made while we were there watching, and then do that again, critique that again. It's not about what you did badly, because that then gives a, a negative connotation. It's what would you do differently? And then equally, what worked well, things that we want to do again. Yeah. So maybe without having to go into too much detail, but overall, what, what worked really well? What do you think worked really well for you for the, the event, the lead up, the process? Definitely the four weeks leading up, um, I was close to the 72 and a half. So it wasn't a quick weight gain a uh, weight loss yeah, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. I gradually done so I could still enjoy my takeaway nights on yes, yes. Friday night and yep. st- the Sundays on Sunday and a lolly every now and then or, or a cake at a party or yes, yep. and not have that stress of am I going to be under so the the lead up was a massive part of mm-hmm, mm-hmm. being less stressful yeah totally I I agree and then and then in terms of your strength and where you're at mentally what do you think worked really well in the lead up I mean I should I'm sorry I'm trying to lead you a little bit here but did you miss a session no oh well I didn't miss a session I did have a couple of rest days yeah prior to it but and they were they were very important those rest days yeah but critical I really don't see a rest day as a rest day because I may have have to rest the next day. So why rest today when I may be in hospital tomorrow and have to rest? So yeah, okay. it was very hard to actually go, okay, you need to have a rest day. Well, what do I do? <laughs> I can't not do anything. <laughs> but You can hear this girl was born to live, can't you? Uh, it's um, it's a, yeah, an interesting paradigm that we're coming from. One that I, you know, some of the other athletes I work with certainly don't come from that paradigm either. 
But uh, but those rest days leading up meant that you felt at your peak for the day. Yeah, which were really yeah, important. and that's definitely something that I would be doing again, yeah. or even adding into just the week. Yeah, yeah, really just my important. normal week. Yeah, having a day where I just do nothing. Mm. Very important. The body really needs it. You know, you you read all these guys, LeBron James. Uh, Jason Day, you know, all these people are at the peak of their sports, which, I mean, second in Australia, you're not too far away from yourself, young lady, but they're at the peak and they talk about the quality of rest and how measuring the quality of rest and when the rest is at their best, then they seem to follow suit, you know, so don't underestimate. You need to put the work in, but certainly uh, manufacturing some rest time is, is critical and, and really well. So what would you do differently what what would you change maybe the specifics of the lift probably doesn't add too much value to to everyone to to hear but what would you do differently in in terms of your approach the way it played out is there anything that you'd change if you had your time again um if i had my time again and the event that was first was first again i would have just picked it up walked a meter dropped it and tapped out yep cool and And I i regret not doing that yeah yeah, rather than persisting for the sort of two, three yeah. minutes under yeah. the pump like you were trying yeah. to run it up to the wheelbarrow. Yeah. That was, um, that's interesting because that, that takes that learnt experience and mm. also a humility along with it to go, yeah, okay, I'm, I'm going to take my hit right now. It's the first event of the day. Yeah. Everyone's going to look at me and go, what's she having out for? What's going on mm. with this chick? But no one knows your story. No one knows you've got a pacemaker. No, no one, you know, you're not, you're not out there trying to promote this on the inspiration, follow me type message. So yeah. they're all just thinking, oh, what's she about? You know, oh, she's a softie or yeah. whatever the yeah. case may be, which next time around plays into our strategy completely. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to worry what anyone thinks. <laughs> if that's what I've got to do, then that's what I'll do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's very exciting. So, well, second, I mean, in Australia, it's... Uh, it's phenomenal to have been witness to it and to have watched it right from the start. Congratulations again. Thank you very much. What's the um, so? What's next? What what happens next? Um, I have qualified for the um, pro women's worlds. Wow, worlds! In, yes, in okay. um, in October in Texas. Oh, what in Texas? In of Texas. course, it's in Texas. Okay. <laughs> so. Seriously. Yeah. So. Wow. Okay. Cool. Never, never thought. I would could be at this level with in my condition yeah that's amazing so okay so you've qualified for worlds yeah how many people qualify for worlds the top three in so, in, in each nation in each in each yep, nation yeah, in their wow. weight class wow we okay so texas here i come yeah okay qualify well wow. okay well the team might need to do some some talking in the background to figure out how we're going to do this uh that's interesting okay cool well that's that's really wonderful news congratulations i hadn't realized that that's that's really cool qualified for worlds this isn't bad for a chick that you know was stoked to qualify for nationals and then was pretty wrapped to be winning one event you know less than six eight months ago yeah well well done well done um Guys, if you're feeling really inspired by this and you want to get in touch with Kate, she's a very open and honest lady uh, and would love to hear any of your questions. But it's just a a privilege to have ridden shotgun on the whole thing and uh, 
Texas Worlds. What what is going on? Yeah, Amazing. it's a dream. Gotta wake me up. <laughs> Congrats. We'll um, we'll you. we might hear you, hear you just before you take off for the US. Hey? Certainly will. <laughs> Thanks, Kate. No worries. Thank you.